For 99.7 KVUT, I'm Mike Landis. Smith County Precinct 2 got a new commissioner this year. He's a name well-known in East Texas, but not so much for politics. Our guest is Smith County Commissioner John Moore. Welcome. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on your show. It's good to be here. I want to talk about your political aspirations in a moment. But first, let me go back to your name being well-known. I mean, not just your name, but your voice as well. You have your own audio studios, One More Productions. You recently had your 450th newspaper column published. How many podcasts is it now that you've done? 100 and... 146 oh. as of this this session that we're talking here. Yeah, And that newspaper column we were talking about, that's in the Tyler paper and 25 other newspapers in three mm-hmm. states. You are a busy guy. I like to stay busy. Busy is good. <laughs> busy uh, is good. Idle hands are not good, my grandmother used to say. Ah, the devil's workshop, as yes, I recall. Correct. Let's go to your columns for just a minute before we get into the political sure. stuff. I, what is your favorite column? Do you have one? I really do have a favorite, Mike. Uh, my dad's father was a blacksmith, and his father was a blacksmith. And so I grew up in a blacksmith shop, and I wrote a column about my dad's father and what it was like for him making a living with the forge and the anvil and the hammer and how he literally hammered out a living for his family. And uh, it, w- it was, it took me down the the road to remember what it was like. And I'm fortunate that I got one of his anvils and I also uh, got his forge and was able to go back to blacksmithing school a few years ago. And so I have a blacksmith set up in my, my shop, which is nothing as good as my grandfather had, but it is a place. And every now and then I'll go down and make something. Uh, the other one that I enjoyed uh, just recently was the uh, the Lawrence Welk column. Yes. Uh, because <laughs> I think the thing I loved about it is, and I'll send this to you, I have a nice 8 by 10 black and white glossy of me and Larry uh, interviewing uh, Do you really? 40 years ago. Well, it was so funny. was He had the great line, and it was kind of the lead of the story. It was when I was at WFAA in Dallas. The lead of the story was, if, if they ran the country the way I run my orchestra, everything would be just fine. You know, he was probably right. <laughs> he Every, probably everybody was. would be dancing in the halls of Congress, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And a one and a... And a two. and a, Right. So let's go back to your new job. You've lived in Precinct 2 for more than three decades. What made you want to go the political route? Um, to be honest, I come from a family of public servants. My mother's father served on the city council in my hometown in southwest Arkansas, and I remember he used to tell me I was the oldest of about 30 grandchildren. There were a lot of us. And he would say to me, if your community calls, or especially if your church calls, and they're asking you to serve, you need to step up. You cannot just take from the place where you live. You have to give back. And I think that always stuck with me. And my wife and I were sitting in the living room a while back, a few years ago, and we were watching all the tumultuousness in the country. One of the cities in our country was burning, and there were riots going on. And I turned to my wife, and I said, I have to run for office. And she looked at me, and she said, no, you don't. <laughs> and I said, no, I, I'm being called to run for office. I feel like I'm hearing my grandfather's words. I feel like the Lord's calling me to serve, and I, I really need to serve. I was friends with Kerry Nix, who had been a a great commissioner for Precinct 2 for three, four terms, and I had called him and I said, look, if you ever decide, you know, you're not going to run again, let me know. I'd never run against you, but 
just let me know. And he said, well, funny you should bring it up. He said, I'm, I don't think I'm going to run again. And he didn't. And so I ran and um, political campaigns are different. You know, I've helped other people run for office through my company, but I had never been that person out front who was stumping and trying to get elected. It's it's a very interesting vantage point when you're the person out front. Well, I mean, and you're also the person taking the calls. Oh, every how come day. this hasn't been taken care yep. of, and what are you doing about so and so? Yeah, and and things like our recent storm where we have so much tree damage and uh, limbs across roads and that sort of thing. You know, I can't say enough nice things about the road and bridge department at Smith County. Um, You know, they worked basically four days straight. I don't know that anybody got a whole lot of sleep and it was clearing roadways. And so when people say, what do I get for my tax dollar? You get a a road cleared out so you can, A, you get a road built, a bridge built, maintained. You get them cleared when they get blocked. Um, You know, government services are necessary and they do cost money. The key is to try not to tax to the point where you're being wasteful. What are your political aspirations? I realize you have, you just got through the door. Yeah. But do you have some goals for 2023 you'd like to share? Um, My goals, honestly, are to try and focus on what the voters have said move forward with, and that's a new courthouse. You know, when people pass a bond issue, which the voters did, um, and many times it had been put out there that we needed a new courthouse, and the answer was always no from various segments of the county. This time the voters said yes, so the commissioner's court has been charged with getting a courthouse built. So what we're working on right now is trying to acquire the property that we have to have to Put it on because the courthouse we're going to build is not going to sit where the one we have now sits. So that's a focus. And another focus that I have is mental health. We have a lot of people, and I know this personally, because I have a first cousin who was diagnosed schizophrenic when she was 17 years old many years ago. And she has been in and out of jail, not here, but in Arkansas. She's been in and out of jail many times because she's mentally ill. And law enforcement, when they show up, they don't necessarily know that you're mentally ill. So if you're breaking the law, what happens? You go to jail. And, and that middle ground would be the also the, the training of officers or even creating a, a unit within uh, law enforcement mm-hmm. that deals with those kinds of things. Right, which all costs money. Yes, it and does. And so, you know, the I think the the recipe, as, as I call it, that, that's going to have to come together is to find what, what somebody else has done that works, right? And then another community may have done something a little bit different than works. And then try and figure out what might be best here. The, there are a lot of things that need to be done, that could be done, that should be done. And I, you asked me what my aspirations are. My aspirations are to do those well. We've been talking with Smith County Commissioner for Precinct 2, John Moore. You can find John's newspaper columns in the Tyler and Longview newspapers. You can hear our complete interview with him on kvut.org forward slash interview. For UT Tyler Radio, KVUT, I'm Mike Landis.